Welcome to the Chris Clark Podcast Show. Um, we got a great show for y'all today. We are talking about faith and fitness. We have Rich and Giselle White here with us. We are in studio. So if y'all hear me sound a little different, that's because we at the gym. We ain't working out. We just going to talk. <laughs> but listen, before we get started, I need y'all to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Chris Clark Comedy, Snapchat, and Twitter, and the new uh, social app Clubhouse at Comic Chris Clark. And uh, if you forget all that, just go to my website, ChrisClarkComedy.com. Sign up for the newsletter. All my social media links are on there. Look, y'all know for the month of February, we are uh, looking out for small businesses. So um, this small business is dear to my heart. Um, I love it so much that it's mine. Chris Clark Photo. <laughs> to capture the moments for a lifetime of memories with true professionalism, from birthdays to weddings to personal photo shoots, call 856-516-1715 for a free estimate. Chris Clark photo. It's all about the ankle. Listen, um, it's still the month of February, uh, so we're going to give out a, back, a black history fact that you may or may not know. Uh, spark plugs. Spark plugs was invented by a black man named Edmund Berger. Edmund uh, invented the spark plugs in 1839. So when you drive in your car, think about Edmund Berger. All right, we're here. With Rich and Giselle White, we are going to talk about faith and fitness. Uh, Rich and Giselle are owners and head instructors of FedEx Training uh, right here in Millville, New Jersey. And they're also believers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Put your hands together for Rich and Giselle White. <laughs> Rich, G, how y'all doing? Y'all all right? Bless, man. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you for this opportunity. Good. I'm glad to have y'all. So let the people know who are G and Rich White. How did that story begin? Hmm. I was his first client. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Oh, wow. That's a G and a Rich fun fact right there. Oh, wow. First client. First client. Yeah, I walked into a gym and um, I was inquiring about training because I felt lost and I didn't know how to use not one piece of equipment. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, you, do you offer personal training here? And they were like, yeah, um, I'll give you his phone number and um, I'll reach out to him and he can contact you as well. I was like, all right, cool. His name is Rich White. Okay, so Rich White is a very old name. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so I'm over here, you know, when he contacted me, he was like, oh, you know, just confirm me for tomorrow. I'm over here, you know, expecting this older, um, old man that's like, has years of experience in the fitness industry. And um, yeah, I walked in the gym and then just like looking. He was sitting, and he was like, oh. I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, it, it just, um, a beautiful friendship flourished first, oh, wow. above anything. Um, nice. We became very, very close friends. Uh, I learned a lot with fitness, um, getting back into um, just uh, with with God, back, you know, back mm. in the right steps with God. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was all in the right, in the step in the right direction. Uh, just starting my fitness journey, how everything just came together. So. Great, great. 
Rich, that's that's your story. You sticking to it? I'm gonna stick to that story. <laughs> happy life, happy life. But uh, yeah, G was my first client. Uh, my background with fitness, obviously, I was a professional athlete prior to starting out with training. I've always had an experience with training. I've been training since I was eight. Uh, did some martial arts from six to eight. Played football all the way up until uh, Lehigh Valley Steelhawks and um, PA. And um, I did some security work on the side out, out in uh, Atlantic City. So then from there, uh, I've always loved personal training. I just never took the test. And uh, I was pushed and persuaded to do that because I was always in the gym. And little do you know, I met the love of my life and uh, training. So it, it, uh, it worked out. God, God really um, worked on my behalf. Wow, nice. All right, so you guys, um, G was your first client. Um, what was your first reaction when you seen it? We, we got to get the love oh, story first. Yeah, okay. We, we, we got to get the love story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at the time, I was, a, I was a newbie, very professional. I had my glasses on, my notebook in hand, clipboard, <laughs> shirt tucked in. And um, I almost lost Buzz cut. Buzz cut, yeah. I had the skin tight, you know. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I had the skin tight fade. Uh, and, and my first impression of G was, wow, um, this is how we're going to start this. <laughs> so, but the main thing was we kept it professional. Okay. Uh, it was always professional. I never went over that boundary of even if I did somewhat uh was attracted to her. I never stepped over that boundary. I kept it professional. Okay. But, um, you know, when it's your soulmate and, and God has a certain person for you, um, you know. And yeah. uh, all it took was one look in the middle of one of our workouts. Yeah. And, uh, like, we, we found each other. Um, we were, you know, going through tough, through tough situations in our lifetime, in our, uh -huh. you know, in our life. So, like, I think we found each other at the perfect time. Uh, um, because I, I say two broken pieces. Yeah. Two broken puzzle pieces coming together at the right time. And um, we both were at rock bottom. And neither of us knew it. No. Because mm. we didn't know anything about each other. She just knew I was the trainer that they referred to. And I just knew, hey, this is my first client. I got to show up. Yeah. So. Wow. That's beautiful. I didn't know that about you. I'm learning a lot here, see? I'm going to learn a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Rich, how did you get into the fitness game? Like, what what inspired you to, to become a fitness instructor? Well, training in itself, uh, my dad had me in karate when I was six years old. So, mm -hmm. uh, one of his best friends told him, hey, listen, you want to start helping your son get uh, self-discipline? I know you have him going to Catholic school right now, but he needs to get that self-discipline. Go to Brigantine out in New Jersey. Uh, there's a master instructor named Joe Diamond who works at 21st Century. So I started with karate. Karate got me prepared to not be afraid of uh, getting hit. It taught me a lot of self-discipline and just having that mindset of, you know, no matter what, I'm going to learn, I'm going to grow, I'm going to get stronger and better. So from that, uh, I started football. And with football, you, you know, football requires a, a level of dedication, you know. Yeah. Even in Little League, I played for the Atlantic City Dolphins, so I wasn't training, per se, with weight room, but 
on the field, push-ups, calisthenics, burpees, squats, all that stuff applies. So once it was time to get to high school, I went to St. Joe's and Hamilton, powerhouse school, powerlifting. We're known for uh, state championships. There is when I, the roots started with my training and just getting a love and a passion for lifting weights, understanding what a powerlifting program is. Right. So, yeah, that's how it started for me. Wow. And, you know, I picked up the weights one time, and then after that, just to see how far ahead I excelled amongst my peers, it let me know that this wasn't just me. This was a gift from God. Yeah, definitely. I know the um, the level of commitment to this is, is tough. Um, you know, you guys, if, if y'all don't know um, – they brought my sexy back. I don't know if y'all seen me lately. <laughs> Big sexy. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, they brought my sexy back. But just the commitment as a client is, is tough. So I know the commitment of an instructor is even tougher. And for you to be doing it so long, that's that's remarkable. Um, G, same question. Um, we know you you wanted, but what 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 was your thought process of, of getting into fitness? Um. So my past history, I, I was I was a nurse. I mean, I still am a nurse. I'm still licensed. Um, I I love science. I love how the body works. Mm-hmm. And that's what got me into nursing. Oh, so, God. but I wasn't happy. I mean, I was making good money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't happy. Like, I, there would be nights I'd come home, driving home. I'd be so stressed. I was crying. And, and I had to be up, in, you know, three to four hours to do it all over again. Right. So I, I got sick and tired of just living in the same routine over and over again. And once I started training, like, I felt this spark inside of me, like, wow, this feels good. I'm like, I can make other people feel like this. I think I could. And I told him that. I'm like, look, I want to step on stage. I want to do a bikini show. And I told him. First and week. First, first week. week. Oh, wow. And, and I think I might want to pursue this personal training thing. I think I can do it. He was like, whoa, 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 slow down. Um, let's just, uh, just continue training. We'll see what happens down the line. Yeah. I'm like. I don't like when people doubt me or like, I don't know. I proved them wrong. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I got into it because, you know, the the impact that we get to make, you know, um, with other people, that's like the most rewarding part of it, you know? Yeah. The income is awesome, um, but the... The impact that we make is it surpasses it, you know. Right. Watching somebody transform right before your eyes, yeah. like with nursing, I would be next to somebody and watch them, you know, in their last days, and you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, you can comfort them and stuff like that, but as trainers, we get to um, we get to be a part of the their life where you get to meet them in the beginning or in the mm. middle of their lifetime right. where you can have an impact that they don't have to have such a bad ending. You get me? Yeah. So, um, you know, that's why we emphasize nutrition and, and just living an overall healthy lifestyle mentally, physically, spiritually, just attacking the body as a whole. Yeah. So, um, that's why I got into it and, you know, you know, thank God and, and praise God that it's been a full year without nursing. You know? Oh, wow. Took that leap. I wow. took that leap, and it's been a full year without nursing. I've been doing this around the clock, and I love it. Wow. Yeah. I know um, you're a nutritionist, too, right? I'm not a nutritionist. So a nutritionist is okay. like a doctor. Okay. I'm not a doctor. I am NASA certified with nutrition, so 
I am a nutrition coach. I just got certified for that too as well. Okay. So with a as a nutrition coach, I can help people on a day to day basis. You know, you know what choices to make with nutrition. Um, you know, what do you look for in a nutrition label? How do you shop at a store? Um, what do you avoid? Uh, so stuff like that. So I do the coaching. Um, and then I help them with plans as well. So okay, yeah. So um, we know people. People usually think if you work out, you're good, but that's not the case. It's about what you eat too, right? Oh, for Can sure. you um, either one of you explain that? Because I know that was my problem. I thought maybe you know if I hit some weights, <laughs> I can eat what I want. I'm good. It, it evens out. <laughs> but that's not the case. Um, can you explain why? Uh, it's pretty much taking two steps forward and one step back mm. each time or one step forward and two steps back there you go. Uh, nutrition is king and a lot of times just like you said as yourself when we as members come in we're already coming into the mindset of it or yeah I, I want to eventually make this a lifestyle change but I need to see some stuff happen quickly right so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna work my tail off but I'm gonna leave the nutrition as is maybe clean up a couple things but not go a hundred percent and give that same effort that I do with the gym what happens is once you get into about two months and we don't see any changes yeah we're gonna sit you down and go over this and say hey listen this is your second in-body scan your body fat percentage is still the same you haven't put on any muscle. Your weight may fluctuate up and down, but that's not the biggest uh, point. What it is is that your nutrition, you need to get on that. You need to make that king. You need to start prioritizing where you're meal prepping throughout the week. And a lot of times the number one excuse that we get is, I don't have the time. Mm. Well, last time I checked, if you really want something, you're going to make the time. Exactly. You have 24 hours in a day just like I do, just like my wife does. Right. So there's no excuse. Right. That is. Um, yeah, no that was Christ. that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I know I know even with with quarantine, um, I talked to Rich about it. I had the um, the pinched nerve, um, and then it just it gets to the point where everything just hitting you, and you just oh, I ain't got time. But you do got time. Right. You know you you. Um, and it is true because um, if you do really want something, you will make time for it. Um, you know, you'll get up early in the morning. You'll stay up late at night to, to get what you got done. I know um, I'm up all night doing what I got to do because I love it. Right. You know what I mean? And, and if I want um, my health, um, I believe when I, I when I first came here, I told you all about the, the fatty liver I had and uh, laying in the hospital. First serious uh, injury I ever had in my life. And, um, you know, it scared me, scared my family. Uh, wife was crying. You know, they, nobody knew what was wrong with me. My mom crying. And, um, you know, when I first came here, I, I believe I told you I wanted to make that change. And um, and it, it became important to me. You know what I mean? So, so for those of you who are listening, if it's important to you, you will make that change. Trust me. Don't, don't wait till something's wrong <laughs> before you make that decision. Uh, get it early. Um, get in here, get your body right, and and you, you'll be okay. Um, speaking of the body, what part of the body fascinates you the most? Either one of you. Straighten <laughs> 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 my white boots, I tell you. 
That's fascinating in itself. Uh, <laughs> and I shot about it. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, all seriousness, the the body itself is a it's a fascinating machine in itself. But it starts with the mind because mm-hmm. the body goes where the mind tells it to. So if you're constantly doubting yourself, you won't really know what your body is capable of until you get in that mindset where you have to push through the pain. On the flip side of that, in terms of the body, the, the, the most fascinating thing about it is we have the power to create it however we want to. Mm-hmm. Not saying that we all want to go on stage and look like Arnold or Ronnie Coleman or Dexter Jackson or any of the top female bikini um, professionals, but... The body that you want, you can get. You can get. Yeah. Age, throw it out the window. Okay? We have two competitors that, our first two competitors, both above the age of 40, stepped on stage and they looked like they were 25. Wow. So don't tell me that it's the age. The body is a fascinating thing, but we just have to get it up here Mm -hmm. to create and manifest and be that architect because we all have the power to do it. All of us. Wow. G, same question. What part of the body fascinates you the most? Fascinations. I mean, they call me the lightest (laughs) strike. I'm really good at training legs um, and coming up with good routine for hammies, uh, quads, and especially glutes. After I had my son, uh, I made it a point to use myself as a guinea pig and um, really aim to develop my legs, um, especially my glutes. Uh, During my last prep, my bikini prep, I lost my glutes because I did so much running that I lost a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this prep, I've been focusing on training legs at least three times a week. Um, my legs look completely different from what they did the first time around. Okay. Um, my glutes, like they look much rounder. Um, the development overall looks awesome. Mm-hmm. So I use myself as a guinea pig before I, you know, push it on to any client. So. Um, I love for those females that are looking to develop their legs and develop their nice toned glutes, you know, Um, because having a fat butt means it doesn't all mean that it's all muscle. It could mean that it's all fat. Right. So um, I didn't look good, but it might not train good. So my goal was to have a nice shaped formed glute, you know. Mm -hmm. Not a fatty glute. So, um, yeah, I've been trying to really master my craft when it comes to that. Because um, we do have a lot of females here. So Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said legs because um, I see a lot of people that skip leg days. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, they it's big at top and, you know. <laughs> Yeah, they look frail and fragile at the bottom. And uh, I'm like, yes, they not. But this goes for men, too. Women don't like flat butts. Yeah. I mean, I thank God for my husband's boots every day. I yeah, mean, my, my wife, she, I, she she does that. I, do, I don't know how I feel about her smacking my behind. <laughs> uh, but she don't care. She does it anyway. Yeah. So she, um, you know, when we were working out and, you know, I was getting getting it tight, she hit him like, mm, you know that. 
Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> but listen, um, how important, um, how important is is to work out the right way? We know, um, I believe you said in the beginning you didn't know what, when you first met Rich, you didn't know what uh, to do or get on. And, you know, you go into different type of gyms, you just see people doing any type of things or they got a lot of viral videos of people using machines wrong or <laughs> things like that. But um, can you let us know, Rich, um, how important um, it is to work out the correct way? Well, longevity. That's, 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 the, that's the name of the game, man. We want to be doing this 60, 70 years old, you know, so form. The most important thing is having the right form. If you have wrong form, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. If you have wrong form with heavy weight, you're going to get really bad hurt, mm. really or, or hurt bad. Uh, so the main thing that we practice in here is form. Nutrition, then we work our way down to training. When you're training, you want to make sure that if you don't know what you're doing, you need to get a personal trainer. Okay, mm-hmm. throw the ego to the side, uh, especially the guys too. You know, it's, uh, you get guys that are willing to learn and it always works out well with us. The relationship, the chemistry's there because they're eager to learn. They want to know. They know they don't know everything. But the guys that feel like they know it all and go to the gym, uh, right. if they don't have the right form and they're lifting heavy weight, trying to ego lift, this is the quickest way that you're more susceptible to getting injured. And surgeries or common issues that keep coming up, whether it be your rotator cuff, your knees start bothering you, your elbows because you're doing skull crushes too hard uh, or too heavy. So those things add up over time. Form. You want longevity in the game? you got to know how to practice good technique. Mm. I'm glad you said ego lifting because that's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I fell into that pit. Uh, quite a few times, I'm like you know, I'm gonna just come in here, get on this treadmill. Yeah. And you see the brothers over there, just I'm like, yeah. Let me go over here, show them what I can do. You right, know? right, right. And you get hurt sometimes because you ain't. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's, it's levels to this uh, bodybuilding. Uh, yeah. And because at the end of the day, that's what you're trying to do. If you're trying to sculpt your body and have it look a certain way, you right then have just became a bodybuilder. You don't need to be a professional. You don't got to go on stage with a g-string that have. Uh, the title bodybuilder. Yeah. You are a bodybuilder from the minute that you start picking up weights and say, I want to look like this, I want to sculpt my body, I want to get bigger arms, bigger back. You now are a bodybuilder. Don't be a dumb bodybuilder. Be a smart bodybuilder. How do you do that? you got to master your craft and start with the basics. Compound movements, squats, bench press, deadlift, basic curls. Then from there, that's when you start adding accessory movements in. But if you don't have those compound foundation movements uh, correctly, uh, you're you're more susceptible to getting injured. And that's something that they preached when I was at St. Joe's uh, for high school. Compound movements. you got to know the basics. Deadlifts, squats, bench press, uh, pull-ups, you can throw that in there too. But bench, squat, deads, those three, everything else branches from that. Okay, cool. And another way I know that you could... um you know, help your body out is by coming to FedEx Training Studios <laughs> right here in Millville, New Jersey on High Street. Come check them out. Uh, listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break um, real quick. So, listen, we have another sponsor, Claybrooks Maintenance LLC for removal service like construction demolition, dirt, rocks, sheet metal, trash removal. Uh, for more, call Claybrooks Maintenance LLC at 856 
332-6581, serving the New Jersey, Delaware, and Pennsylvania area, asks about our sanitation service as well. That's Claybrooks Maintenance, LLC. Um, so now we want to get into the faith part. So, um, Rich, we'll start with you. Your walk with Christ, how did that begin? My own personal relationship with Christ began when I was 22. Okay. Uh, when I unexpectedly lost my mother going into a new year. Oh, wow. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, that's when I, I would say I, I really started to seek him. Uh, I grew up in church home. Mm -hmm. um, my mother and father were both Baptists. Okay. We switched over to a Pentecostal church. So I've always uh, knew who God was. Right. Um, but this is something that I tell our members anytime I get to talk to them on that level. Mm -hmm. When God presents that opportunity, uh, it's not so much about if your father was a pastor, if you grew up in a church. It's more so about building up your own relationship with Christ and knowing who he is in your life and having that own personal experience and relationship revelation with him right so my walk started during the toughest time of my life mm -hmm. when um i didn't have any answers and i didn't understand why this happened to me that's yeah. when i started seeking him and uh he didn't give them to me right away but over time i could look back and connect the dots and see that my mother was always praying over me yeah. always anointing me with holy oil um always just wanting me to know who god was for myself. Right. So fast forward to today, it's one of the worst things, but also one of the, the best things that God blessed me with. So yeah. Yeah. That's how that's, my walk started. That's um that's crazy because this it seemed like my story um far as um growing up in church and I remember my mom I'm not too old, it came back when my mom used to come in our room, me and my brothers and uh, put oil on our head and pray for us and, you know, mash our heads all in the pillows and stuff. And, um, yeah, I think, um, and, and in my, you know, I grew up singing in church and, you know, all that. And, and it wasn't until, um, 21 where I kind of rededicated my life to Christ. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it's funny you said that, like your twenties and all that stuff start coming back to you because that's, that's about the time. <laughs> and it, and it happened, um, well, my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time. She was pregnant with our first child. When I was um, I was 20, I turned 21, and I had, we had uh, my daughter a month later. And um, changed everything. Uh, rededicate my life to Christ. Got my act together. Mm -hmm. uh, became a comedian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after that, um, you know, doors start opening and things like that. So that's, that's um, it's crazy how... Mm -hmm stuff come in full circle That's like right. that. Um, Gee, um, how, how did your um, um, walk begin with Christ? It began when I was 15. Okay. Um, I started going to church um, and I got baptized. Um, I was actively, you know, in church for like three years and then I, I left the church. I was wondering if um, so I just left everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I started up uh, a couple years down the line, when I started up with personal training, um, you know, there you have a man who's God-fearing and who's always 
in your ear talking to you about you know Christ and you're like wow is this really happening I'm like there's actually a man that you know is actually you know in the right steps with Christ and I'm like okay yeah so then I started I'm like well let me give this another shot because for for a while I used to question God a lot like why that I went through the stuff that I went through and mm-hmm. um I was sort of like I took it out on God in a way like how you know I dedicated my life to you how can you not be able to do this you know right so right. Um, but yeah when I met him I rededicated myself to Christ and um, it's just seeing God work ever since I'm telling you like ever since him and I like um, formed our friendship and seen each other grow not only in everyday life but in um, with Christ as well, and, and just seeing God work in our favor, you know, day after day, year after year, and just seeing how um, He's just bringing all the puzzle pieces together—it's just amazing to watch. Right. I, I I like I don't know uh, for those of you listening. Um, I like how when they talk about each other, their faces light up. Um, <laughs> when, they, when he talk about her, she talk about her. Their faces light up. That's that's beautiful. That's um that's a great marriage, and um um and you can tell the friendship started first because you actually like each other. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Appreciate um, it, brother. But yeah, G, you said something about um you know God. We go through things, and you know why. Um, I know a lot of us go through stuff like that. Um. Even to this day, sometimes, you know, no matter how strong our faith is, sometimes we might be like, I don't, I don't see that. But, you know, down the years, um, you know, the Bible says his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. And, and sometimes we, through the years, we start to see why he blocked certain things or he had us go through certain stuff. Um, because we could have been in the world of trouble if he would allow that to happen. So sometimes you just gotta sit back and be like, "Thank you, Lord." Well, no, definitely, I, I do look back and like everything that I've gone through, and I'm pretty sure everything that Rich has gone through, you know, the hard times, um, we're able to help our clients yeah. going through similar situations. Like, oh, so that's why I went through this because I was gonna be of service to someone else down the line. I didn't see it, you know, at the time, mm-hmm. but definitely now, you know. More, I'm more mature, and um, and I definitely I love connecting the dots. I'm like, okay, I went through this because you know so and so needed me now. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so tell me, um, what are some obstacles you had to face dealing with your faith? Patience. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big one. Patience. Patience. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> learning to wait on God. Mm. Um, so, so oftentimes we, we just want to go and not think and just do. And believe me, I had my, my, my fair share of just doing and not thinking and, right. and slapping right in the face. Right. So um, I've definitely learned from my previous mistakes, and I'm pretty sure Rich has learned from his, but definitely patience and learning to wait on God. Like, I know now when. When we want something so bad, we we, put, we pump our brakes, we pray about it, mm-hmm. and we know if it's God knocking on the door, we know that He will present, He will lay everything out for us, and that when you have no doubt, it's God. 
Mm-hmm. So we ain't gonna have a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. about this yesterday. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. But just to piggyback off my wife, for me, it's it's uh, really walking by faith, and I think that's a cliche that a lot of people tend to use. Well, yeah, you just gotta walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. But a lot of times, especially we saw this last year with the country, you know, right, right. the state of the country that the state we were in, you know, we just had a newborn a week after, you know, mm-hmm. a week a week before everything was closed. Then our business closed. All commercial gyms around us are closing. So these things, when they start talking about walk by faith, until you actually walk with God, that's when you'll learn how to walk by faith. You can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is a lot of times, there were times where we didn't know how we were going to be able to pay rent in here. We've had months like that. Mm -hmm. On top of that, just staying afloat here, especially when we first started, us getting a new home, us staying here instead of leaving here, transitioning to another business and mm-hmm. another building. These are the things where it's just like, man, God will take you all the way to that edge where no option. You can't turn back. You got to take that leap yeah. because he already has his wings behind you. Right. But you have to right. be willing to get pushed there. And God's time, and it's, it's almost like he, uh, he laughs. Especially when you have your own plans. Yeah, yeah. They say you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans in life. Yeah. Because that stuff gets knocked out. Then you got to learn how to surrender, be obedient, and walk by faith. Yeah. No matter how, you, no matter what your circumstances look like at all. Yeah, you, you, you definitely got to uh, walk by faith. Um, you know, being being a Christian, is, uh, people think it's just a cakewalk. It's not a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. You're constantly being tested. Um, and um, you know, just just, just to, you know, show your love. Um, I, I remember I, I wrote a skit for my church. Um, it was a monologue a couple years ago, and and um, what I was basically saying is, um, you know, we all claim to love God until it's time to love Him. Mm. You know, we claim to trust Him until it's time to trust Him. You know, um, so it's easy to say, but it's harder to do. And um, you know, like you said, with the pandemic coming. Um, you know, even for me, comedy shut down. I couldn't do no plays. Um, I actually did a play um, that Saturday, and then I think that Monday or Tuesday, the world shut down. They shut everything down, um, and, and it was like, uh, you know, how, how am I going to pay? You know, for, for for cars, I got cars. I got a house. I, you know, I got kids. I'm gonna keep float. Like God, what what is you gonna do? And he brought me to the scripture where it says, I forget where it was, um, but he says, um, don't worry about what are you gonna eat. Never worry about what are you gonna drink yeah. or things like that. Yeah, and, and read, yeah, and reading that. And it's funny how God uh, uh, direct you to a scripture. Yeah, like you don't know where it's at, but he'll direct you right to a scripture. That's right. And um, you know, reading that, I just. I just, all my faith, just like, all right, God, I trust you. And, um, you know, different businesses just boom. Like my um, custom apparel business just boom out of nowhere. Um, then virtual comedy start happening. So I was able to make a little money. Um, then I was able to do an outdoor play, you know, make a little money then. And, and um, you know, so just this fully trying to trust in God. Like, I'm not talking to y'all like it's easy because it's hard. All of us can, can testify to that. Um, but when you put your trust in God, like you said, he'll lay, out, he'll lay it out for you uh, where you got no other, like, I ain't never thought I was going to be doing a podcast show or <laughs> or doing custom apparel or things like that. Like, my 
my avenue is entertainment. Like that's what I do, comedy, plays, whatever. Um but God will make a way. And just like he made a way for y'all, he made a way for the people that's listening. Um, just keep the faith and Amen. everything will work out. Um, so we'll go on to the next question. Um, how does your faith life and fitness life connect? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you can, you know testify to this too yeah. <laughs> um, when you walk in here the atmosphere is like crazy different Yeah, and this is mm -hmm. not your typical studio slash gym you don't come here just to work out um, there's an atmosphere here right and that's, like, the, that's a great word clients, atmosphere mm -hmm. yeah. I can be training clients and I can feel the spirit of God mm -hmm. and we play worship music in here we're yeah. not afraid to show what we believe in Mm -hmm. who we love um, because God is the one who's brought us here you know he's the one who supplied our everything um, so we play our worship music and sometimes clients leave here and they feel like this relief and it's amazing when they come up to us wow that was exactly what I needed you don't know the, the, the type of day I had right. you know so it's just it's the atmosphere I feel it when I'm training. You know, I get into this this mindset, and it's just me pouring out to God and me working on myself, my mental state. You know, mm -hmm. it's just it's all, it's all yeah. yeah, atmosphere. I like that. That's a that's a great word, atmosphere. When you come in here, Rich. Same question. Uh, how does your fitness life and faith life connect? Well, I would say uh, for the world. A lot of times when people go to the gym, it's to relieve something. Um, scientifically speaking, when you go to the gym, you burn calories, and you lift weights, you're releasing uh, endorphins, um, endorphins, sorry, endorphins, things that uh, make you feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when people go to the gym, they don't even understand why afterwards they feel so good. Yeah. It's all the chemicals being released. Not to mention from a mental aspect, in order to put faith and fitness together, obviously you need to believe. Right. So if you have faith, you have to believe in something. Fitness, you have to believe in yourself. Those two intertwine together. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe in yourself, there's no way you can tap into that other side where now the faith kicks in, where the dedication drives you even when you don't feel like doing it. And that's a whole nother thing I can get into, but faith and fitness go hand in hand. Yeah. In order for you to come in here, you have to believe that you can do it. Yeah. You have to. And there's so many times that we get people that don't believe in their self, but they get in here and feel that atmosphere. It gives them that, that push, that spark, that a spiritual awakening that they need to, okay, they believe in me more than I believe in myself. Right. I got to right. start believing in me. I got other people believing in me more than I believe in myself when I look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. I need to start believing in myself. And that's where the faith and fitness go hand in hand. And then before you know it, now they're starting to actually listen to the words that are being played with the music. Before, right. maybe it's not something that they're even listening to. Or they may feel a little bit offended by it, but they're not saying anything. Yeah. But, you know, God will reveal himself in due time <laughs> to everyone. Yeah. So yeah. it goes hand in hand. 
Yeah, you guys do have a remarkable atmosphere in here. Um, I, I can tell because uh, people don't want to leave when they're done. Nobody ever wants to leave. Babe, we're gonna finish on time tonight, okay? And then it's always like this our our, our our seven o'clock group is like they're our veterans, so before COVID, yeah, we could hang out and stuff like that. But now it's like, okay guys, you need to get out because it's a group waiting after you guys. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. They they, they wanna see and talk to everybody. So yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it get like that sometimes, you know, you just um, you know, you get around like-minded people, and you know, start the fellowship, and you know, you just it goes on and on. Um, but I, I had to stop listening to gospel music on the treadmill because, uh, you know, when you get in that spirit, and uh, you, I almost failed a couple times, so I had to, <laughs> I had to, <laughs> I had to go. On. I had to listen to my ratchet music on the treadmill. <laughs> Listen to that uh, Shirley Caesar, you know. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> but uh, listen, um, I'm gonna end with this question. It's a pretty tough question. Um, you know, you can answer it uh, or not. But um, which is stronger, your faith or your bicep? It's not my biceps, baby. Okay, okay. Right now, it might be my faith because I leaned out. I got down to 6% body fat. So, but yeah, catch me at 230. Okay. Sure, hands down. 21. Uh, G, your faith or your bicep? <laughs> Don't let her fool you. She got some big biceps. Yeah, I mean, got some, like, my arms don't look like they belong to me. She got some big uh, biceps. <laughs> making the guys look bad. Yeah, mine, mine a little bit even, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You, you got know. perfect symmetry over there, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but listen, um, before we close out, just uh, let the people know, um, you know, what's next. What, what uh, a little bit more about your gym, um, your 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 beautiful website that you just um, had up for like a month or two now. Um, yeah, so let, let the people know more about you and uh, how they can stay connected with uh, both of you guys and also the uh, FedEx Gym Gotta Grow. Okay, uh, so uh, Rich and myself, Rich, and also my wife, we're head trainers, owners here at the studio. We have four instructors underneath of us. We have, uh, sorry, three instructors, Javon, uh, Isaiah, and also Maria. Okay. We are a functional training program. Which means that we do everything. This mm -hmm. is a one-stop shop. So whether you're looking to build size, you're trying to cut fat, cardio, endurance. Uh, we train bodybuilders, NPC bikini competitors. We do it all. Nutrition, meal preps, coaching, everything gets done here. Millville, New Jersey, 1601 North High Street, uh, right next to the Anytime Fitness Gym and the Wheaton Plaza um, section. Uh, our website, we're trying to go back and forth with this, it's www.thewhites, our last name, it's a dash, dash. gottagrow.com. So not a hyphen, not an underscore, www.thewhites-gottagrow.com. Right. We sell our merch on there. We have all our uh, information regarding pricing. And that's, that's gotta grow, G-O-T-T-A. 
not not got to. Yes. Got to. G-O-T-T-A. Got to grow. G-O-T-T-A, G-R-O-W dot com. Apparel on there. If you guys like uh, any of the apparel that we have, everything's up there. Uh, the unlimited team training schedules there as well. We have our pricing breakdown for that, for all of our meal preps that we mm-hmm. offer in terms of what type of macronutrient meal plan that you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also our bikini preps. We have three girls stepping on stage in March. Wow. And for those of you that don't know, uh, bikini preps, bodybuilding preps, this is the elite of the elite. 1% of people in the world step on stage and take it to that level when it comes to fitness. It's an extreme level. It requires a lot of dedication. And uh, we have all the tools necessary that you need, whether it be uh, your prep coach, your actual trainer, and um, your, your, your meal preps, uh, the posing, the bikinis, outfits, everything. It's all here at the studio. Nice, nice. And you get a great atmosphere, too. Don't forget the atmosphere. Uh, G, you want to add anything? Um, if you guys want to find me, I am at Instagram, watch me grow underscore 219. That's right. Facebook, Yassel White. That's what Y-I-S-E-L-L. Or G. Don't mess the name up. They call me G because... They don't know how to pronounce a name. And also the the business page for Instagram, fitx underscore training underscore studio underscore Millville. That's the business page for the Facebook or Instagram. Facebook's the same. My personal account... For Instagram is rich underscore it underscore hurts. Got it. Y'all got that information? If not, just rewind it and um, <laughs> listen to it again. <laughs> and um, I want to thank the uh, the whites for um, being on the show today. Had a great conversation, man. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for having us. Um, and um, that's our show for today. You guys remember to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, check out my website, chrisclarkcomedy.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, y'all stay safe and remember, God is love. All right? Peace.